What's up everyone? My name is Kaz and you're tuned in to the second season of the Personal Finance with Kaz Huda podcast, where we learn about how to take control of our finances and build our wealth through stocks, real estate, cryptocurrency and business. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about how to negotiate a higher salary. So this is the 24th episode of the second season of this podcast. You know what that means. That means it's a season finale of the second season. So I really hoped everyone learned something um, about personal finance and really gained some more clarity about key concepts in this space. I urge anyone listening to send me a DM or ask me any sort of questions you might have about this season or any episode um, that has gone by. Because I really want to understand from you guys what you guys like, what you guys don't like, so I can continue to make better content. So send me a message on Instagram at Kaz underscore Huda. And if you love listening to this podcast episode, consider leaving a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Even if it's a four-star rating, all good. Just um, make sure you rate the podcast because it really does help push these episodes out to more people. And lastly, this is not personalized financial advice. so. Don't sue me, bro. So on this podcast, I always talk about increasing your salary in order to save and invest more money, to get enough serviceability, to be able to purchase an investment property or a house for yourself, or enough money to pump into index fund and ETFs, or even just save enough to have a sizable chunk of money in your emergency fund. But I've never talked about how to actually get a raise from your current employer and what strategies you can use to actually get a sizable one. The fact is, increasing your salary is probably the quickest way to get more money in your pocket. Think about it like this. Um, A salary increase of $10,000 can equate to $300,000 in extra earnings. But on top of this, if you were to invest that $10,000 of salary increase every single year in an index fund for 30 years, that would equate to $900,000. That's huge. This is why I decided to make the episode today so everyone listening who may not know how to go about asking for a raise, for people that fail to get raises because they willy-nilly went up to their manager or boss and asked them, or for those people who are too afraid to ask for a raise because they don't want to get rejected and feel like they shouldn't have asked for a raise in the first place, this is for you. So if any of this resonates with you, stick around as I go through five ways um, to help you get a higher salary. Okay, so tip number one is to engage your manager about getting a raise before you actually ask them for a raise. This is important because you don't want this to be sprung up on them. You want them to keep, you want to keep them well informed and give them enough time to prepare themselves for the meeting as they need to talk to their managers, to HR, and uh, things along those lines to figure out the nitty-gritty details. This is what would happen in an ideal world, but sometimes the manager would actually sit you down and tell you that you are not ready for a promotion or a raise just yet. So this is when you and your manager should work together to come up with a plan of action, a checklist of ways to achieve um, the goals that are set out in the checklist in a given time frame, say three months. For example, an item of that list might be um, lead the development of a project from start to finish. Then write down exactly how you can achieve it with your manager. In this case, that would 
Uh, that could be something like uh, leading up an upcoming project to build a new feature for the website. Completing your checklist then becomes your ticket to get a promotion or a raise. This is when you can re-engage your manager again to set up a time to chat about your raise. Okay, so moving on to the second tip, which is to have a notebook where you can jot down each and every achievement, any sort of contributions you made to the business or your team for the past six months. The reason why you need to keep a notebook like this is very simple. Your boss doesn't have the capacity to remember all your contributions and achievements for a given period as they are super busy managing so many people and projects. So this is where you come in with your nifty notebook full of exactly how you added value and positively impacted the business, the team, and how you are an invaluable asset to the organization. This will make the manager's job so much easier when you have that conversation with them and lay down the facts in front of them. Because at the end of the day, your manager or boss would probably have a boss above them as well who they need to sell the idea of you being promoted or getting a raise to. So you're literally making your manager's or boss's job much easier. They can use things you listed and said in your meeting with them to then go back to their bosses and use the same material to sell you too. You want to make the process as buttery smooth for your manager. You want the least friction for them to go and pass the info onto their manager and sell the idea on your behalf. All right, so let's move on to the third tip, which is to figure out exactly what you're worth. The main question you should be trying to answer here is what is the market rate for your current role? To break this down further, this means with your years of expertise, your industry knowledge, and the country or region you live and work in, what is the average salary people are getting paid? I know the next question that you might have, how do I actually do this? Where should I go and look for this sort of information? Well, there is a ton of resources out there online, but let's go through two of the main ones I really like. So the first one is to use recruiters that specialize in your industry to your advantage. Recruiters literally work with multiple clients every single week. They've placed hundreds of people into jobs. They live and breathe recruiting. So they know exactly how much you're worth. The best way to get in touch with them, if you have a couple of years of experience at least, is by checking your, your, not your Instagram DMs, but your LinkedIn DMs they would probably already be there asking you to apply for different roles. What you can do is talk to them, inquire about the role they're hiring for, describe your role to them and your skill set, and ask them what you think you would be worth in the current market. If you are quite new to LinkedIn, you can go to LinkedIn Jobs, Seek, or any job search website, locate the job that ideally fits you, and contact the recruiter directly which you can see in some cases and ask them what the salary expectations are for the job advert. This process will give you a good indication of how much you're actually worth as well. The second way is to use LinkedIn salaries to your advantage. For those of you who don't know LinkedIn, um, they have a really cool tool that LinkedIn recently came up with where you can actually uh, submit your salaries anonymously onto the website then you can actually do a search through the database of salaries for your particular role and the country or region that you currently work in. 
This will then spit out an average pay for your role. This will give you a good indication of what could be what you could be getting paid. So once you know exactly what you're worth, collate this into your notebook from the previous tip so you can remember to share this information with your manager when you have the meeting about the raise. So this now leads me into the fourth tip to get a higher salary, which is to use leverage to your advantage. What I mean by this is very simple. When you are in a meeting with your uh, manager, you need to be prepared to tell them about your conversations with recruiters and how there are quite a few opportunities in the market for similar roles and they're offering higher salaries than the current the one that you're currently on. This creates a sense of scarcity in the manager's um, head. The manager may not want to lose you to another company because they think you are a good employee. This will help your case going forward as well. The key thing to note here is one, to make sure you don't bullshit this by saying you have uh, got three offers and they're giving you enormously high salaries. The second thing to note is to make sure that you use this leverage very subtly. You don't want to come off as uh, saying that feeling or saying that I'm going to leave this company if you don't give me what I ask for. So you got to make sure that this is very subtle and you have to convey the fact that you still like working for the company that you currently work for and you are just sharing this information to them to make them aware that this is the demand for the current role and the market rate for your role. Okay, so now that you have good understanding of the market and how much you're worth, the fifth tip is to make sure to offer an exact number of the salary you want. By offering an exact number rather than a range, you have a higher chance of getting that salary. But of course, in saying that, don't go crazy with this number just because you can. Use the research from the previous tips to hone down on the number you want. The ideal situation would be where the manager would accept this offer, but more times than not, they will negotiate with you on the exact number that you have given them, and that's okay. What you should also have ready before the meeting is the lowest number that you're willing to accept as well, just in case you need it. That's why in the negotiation process, you can at least try to get the number uh, that you want, but if that doesn't work out, you can still settle for the one that you are happy to settle with. For example, if you're currently earning $80,000, you do all your research and you can see that the higher end of your role sits at $90,000, the average is about $85,000, you could then use the high figure as $90,000 and you could settle on $85,000 in the worst case. Okay, so the final tip is to make sure you're not afraid of the meeting. Be as confident as possible because you've done your research. You know what the market is offering for your services. You have your notebook full of all the achievements and how you added value to your organization. And you have worked with your manager to tick off all the items in the checklist. So be confident in the meeting. Be confident when presenting your case to your manager. This will really give you a better chance at landing a good high raise. So in summary, we went through six tips to negotiate a higher salary. By doing these things, you will have a better chance at landing a raise. Remember, don't be afraid if you haven't asked for a raise or haven't gotten a raise in a while. Don't be shy. Follow the steps, make your case, and get the raise that you deserve. It's all in your hands, so make it happen. I hope these tips were useful. Please let me know if any of you 
go on to implementing these tips and let me know how it goes as well. With that being said, I just want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode on six ways to negotiate a higher salary. If you enjoyed the content or learned something from today's episode, please hit that bell icon and the follow button so you do not miss another episode. If you have any questions, tips or suggestions, please feel free to message me on personalfinancewithkaz at gmail.com or on Instagram at kaz underscore huda. I want to leave you all with a quote by John F. Kennedy. He says, Let us never negotiate out of fear, but let us never fear to negotiate. Thank you all for listening and I'll see you guys next week.